Welcome to the Artless Bastard podcast. Um, we are really excited to have you here today. We are going to continue or actually start our series um, talking about misconceptions of the art world. Before we get into that, though, I'm going to go over some quick updates with you about what is going on with the gallery. Um, our current call for art just opened up this morning. This is for our group juried shows. Um, it's open to artists across the United States. You can enter via our website. The theme is home, all about home. What does home mean to you? What does that symbolize to you? Is it a person, a place, a thing, a smell? Um, you know, we want to see those original pieces of artwork that, um, that are all about home home you can enter online through our website artlessbastard.com via the call for art link so that's exciting news next thing is as you guys know we are now a nonprofit. giving tuesday is right around the corner our goal is to raise um five thousand dollars so we can help um, educate artists by offering them free classes and workshops both to the community and to our artists and also offer them at a discounted rate so we hope that you follow us on instagram and facebook and will donate to our mission if you want to learn more about it of course go to our website and you guys you could be a sponsor for the podcast we could be talking about your business right now um, if you're interested in that email us at hello at artlessbastard.com all right let's dig into it i have somebody with me today so you don't have to listen to me ramble on by myself i'm very excited we have a local green bay artist paige nordstrom with us and she has picked the topic i'm letting um our guest speakers pick the topic of the misconception they want to dig into and today we're going to talk about gallery commission fees um, I know it's kind of a hot topic because I've had, um, you know, it either brought up to me one-on-one um, -on -one in person or, you know, I kind of hear through the grapevine what people like and don't like about that. And this is going to touch on, um, you know, why there's fees. And then also this, you know, is for art galleries and museums, anywhere where you submit art that it needs to be for sale. First things first, though, um, I'm going to turn the microphone towards Paige, and we're going to learn a little bit about her. We're going to learn about um, what kind of art she makes, how long she's been making, and yeah, what brings her to the podcast. So, hi Paige. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome, welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, I graduated from UWGB with my fine arts degree and design minor. Um, ever since then, uh, I have started my own business. I've over 10 years, I would say. 
I've been a local artist just uh, doing commissions for people around town, uh, very big on the pet portraits, which right now during this season, it's very busy for me uh, for Christmas gifts and such. So uh, if anybody wants to check out my page uh, for commission work, uh, it's Sassy Palette. LLC. It's on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram so you can follow me. That's awesome. We're so glad to hear that you're busy. Um, so tell us a little bit about, well also um, besides the pet portraits, um, describe your work to anybody who's not familiar with it. So I dabble in a lot of things, uh, mostly mixed media work. Uh, I do a lot of collaging, uh, a lot of uh, scrapbooking kind of style-esque in my work. Um, but I work with acrylic paint and I paint on wood. I make my own canvases and I do a lot of wood ornaments and I also do illustrations, um, abstracts. I just, a little bit of everything. We're, before we get into our topic today, which is a hot one, <laughs> as you know, yes. um, where do you find inspiration for creating your pieces? What, what kind of, you know, where do you, where do you draw inspiration from? Nature has been my muse for years. Um, I love nature. I love animals. Uh, anything involving with that is pretty much incorporated into my work. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of your work also has um, a spiritual feel to it. Is that correct? Or am I kind yeah. of thinking on that okay? Yeah, I would say that. Uh, definitely. There is something about walking through the woods or walking in nature and just being inspired by Mother Nature. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of if people who already know me, a lot of my bee stuff, I do a lot of uh, bee portraits and bee uh, little mini portraits that people just love. And uh, I think uh, I'd rather, you know, focus on that and uh, be really inspired by... <laughs> Um, just all nature has to offer and I really love incorporating that into my work and it is a spiritual journey it is a spiritual uh, kind of awakening when I when I paint it's almost like I'm channeling mm. if you want to get per yeah. personal that way <laughs> yeah no I love it I mean that's a whole other podcast topic in itself <laughs> yeah. so um, great thank you so much for sharing and um, giving us a little insight about how you work and what you work with okay so why did you choose gallery commission fees for our misconception topic today? Tell us a little bit, what are your thoughts on that? Well, being an artist, as an artist, um, it can be kind of intimidating. Um, you don't, uh, for people who are starting out or amateur artists and want to try and get into galleries, it can be a little scary and a little bit of shaky ground to uh, have them either slap a fee on there and you don't know really why the fee's there. So um, I think just digging into a little bit more, finding out why that is, it would help get your work out there even more because you shouldn't be afraid of that, I guess, afraid of that fee. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good point to bring up um, as, you know, an artist myself, but someone who's also recently, you know, um, you know, acquired a gallery and kind of learning all of that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, understanding why there are a commission rate is really important because it takes, again, we're kind of trying to break those misconceptions and maybe those false narratives that get spread throughout, you know, the art community. Um, you know, is there any, like right off the bat that you can think of, what is maybe your first misconception of the idea that, 
you know, a gallery has or a museum has a commission fee? Um, honestly, I've only applied to a few galleries around town. And when that fee is up, you wonder why they're either getting 50% of that when they sell a piece of yours in a gallery. Um, that's always a big topic and you know in my head I'm like okay well I don't really own a gallery so I don't know what that all means and involves because they're putting the work up for you they're doing everything for you so also that has to go into that fee which we artists don't uh, normally think of right away right I I mean I agree I mean I think one of the the biggest things to understand is that a gallery or a museum is a brick and mortar space and brick and mortar is not free to operate um Mm -hmm. there's tons of costs that go into just daily you know operations with any kind of business and you know whether it is a nonprofit or for profit you know those fees do not get waived they're always there right Mm -hmm. so i think that's one of the biggest things to understand is that you know, A, we're giving artists a platform, a professional space, you know, to showcase your work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and unfortunately for us, that takes, it, it, there's a lot of fees involved. You know, obviously rent is the biggest one, mm-hmm. um, you know, for any kind of commercial space, especially if you're in a downtown area, mm-hmm. that goes up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, there's your utilities, there's internet, um, there's marketing, there's advertising. I mean, you name it, it starts to add up. Right, exactly. And not only do you, you know, for certain galleries, you might have a submission fee. And then on top of the uh, 50% uh, cutoff where, you know, you sell your work and then they get 50%. But again, you are, you're giving them your work, Mm -hmm. trusting them with your work to put it up. You don't have to do anything. You just drop it off and, and there you go. So then they do everything themselves and mm-hmm. you know set it up how they want it displayed and that's that's just something yeah that I think we artists just forget about and then we're like well, well why why are they getting 50% of that cost like that's <laughs> my work that's my hard work but also the owner is doing hard work as well yeah I mean I think you brought up a really good topic that of course we could probably do a whole nother you know podcast on and we may do this is how you know, you're basically, your job is to create the work, pass it on, and then you just get to kind of step back, like you said, and they're gonna handle the marketing, they're gonna handle the display, they're gonna handle, you know, obviously being open and having people come in and the sale if it gets to that. So you're really kind of taking a lot of that, um, you know, responsibility off Mm -hmm. of your hands and passing it on to someone else. And I think there's just, you need to think about it as you're building your art career. I think it's good to experience both, right? Yes, yes. Do not, if you are just starting out as an artist or just going off on your own, I strongly still urge to go participate in Call for Arts and go into galleries because it's a great connection. Um, Even though, yeah, there's a fee, but, you know... um, just plan all that ahead into your pricing too. You you know that there's a submission fee. Um, you know that if you if you're pretty confident you're gonna get accepted, make sure all of that is in your price points. So yeah, let's go back and dig into pricing because we know that's a hot topic. I mean, 
in the past, how have you have you adjusted your pricing um, based on commission fees? Have you made those adjustments or have you always kept it the same? It's a little bit of both. Uh, sometimes when you go into a calorie, um, you forget to add that you know extra cost that you could possibly get in and the submission and all of that. Um, but it it's always been a it's even been a struggle for me. I mean, I've talked to Alexis about this before that even being in years of art, it's always going to be so difficult to know what you're worth, and that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. You know, we can go down, <laughs> but um, coming back to pricing and all of that, it's it's difficult to price your work and yep. to get into a gallery and and price all that out. It's just difficult. Yeah, and I think my, um, you know, like again, we have I think three different podcasts about pricing, so you can go back. Those are in season one right off the bat because it is such an important topic, and we're always going to circle back to it because, you know, just like Paige said, we all struggle with it at some point. You know, including myself. It's like you don't want to price yourself out of your market, but at the same time you know, you still want to make a living and you still want to sell your work. And and so it's kind of a fine line. Um, you know, I always reiterate going back to make sure you're always covering your costs first and foremost. Um, you know, but also I've talked about, we've talked about this one-on-one where it's this idea of your pricing should be consistent across mm-hmm. the board, right? No matter where it is. If it's you have an online website, if you're going to show it in a gallery, mm-hmm. if you're doing an art fair. Um, or even know. talking to a personal client. You yes. want to make sure that you have your prices pretty uh, much the same. and. Yeah. yeah, and because then you're not confusing your client, your customer base, right? Because if somebody walks into a gallery and they already follow you and they recognize your work and like, oh, here's a Paige Nordstrom piece, but, you know, it's 1200 here, but I can go online and get mm-hmm. the same piece, you know, for, you know, 800 Why is there that difference? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's going to create some confusion and also you're kind of um, – you know, it's creating confusion, but also it's the value of it is changing in their mind. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And it's not like you don't want to undermine your work and you want to make sure you, you have a clientele base that, you know, you know, pretty much what sells, you know, your target market, you know, what's going to sell most of your work and your stock and, Mm -hmm. um, just keep it consistent. Yep. And I think the hard part with that, and like I've grappled with this as well, um, is that what's going to happen when you keep it consistent is sometimes you're not going to profit or make as much depending on where it's at, okay? Mm -hmm. But you still need to price your work that you are still making something off of it. It's just going to change depending on, you know, where it's at. I think the interesting thing about getting your work into galleries is a lot of times you're introducing it to a different audience mm-hmm. and it's a very widespread yeah audience. yeah people that maybe you wouldn't connect to and then also you know if they do buy something now you do have a follower and someone who is going to you know hopefully be a repeat customer down the road exactly i mean i've had um experiences like that with your gallery um people come in specifically specifically to buy a piece of mine because that's where they know me from 
And then all of a sudden they pass that along to another family member. Like, hey, you want to get this piece? It's at Artless Pastor Gallery, downtown De Pure. You know, it's it's always building that uh, clientele and always building those connections. Yeah, I totally agree. It's really about, it's building your name as an artist, right? Because you represent yourself. Yep. And then having it in different areas and in different, you know, kinds of areas. I mean, obviously we know social media is so important, but that can't be your end all because art is such a personal um, experience that you really want people to see it in person. You want to, especially with your work. I mean, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't photograph the same as when you see it in person because there's so much texture and there's a 3D element to it and you lose all that when you flatten something with an image. Yeah, and me as an artist seeing other artwork, you know, I'd rather go in person to a gallery or whatever, see it with my own eyes and have all those senses running through, you know, your mind and body. So uh, definitely art is something, you know, you are triggered by. It's a feeling. It, it really is. You need to see it with your own eyes. You need to touch it if you can. If you can touch it, and usually you can't. But, you know, some, some artists are okay with that. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a whole immersive experience. Yeah, and I think, you know, especially when you get into mixed media, there's so many, a lot of times, small elements that you wouldn't necessarily catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of my clients have said that, too. You know, they have to take three passes before they're like oh my gosh I didn't even realize that was hidden in there or that's there mm-hmm. um so it that's what I love about my work too is that every little detail is um hidden in there you have to really immerse yourself and really find and search kind of like a where's Waldo thing yeah. and uh really be a part of the artwork and that's also another important thing is to have the artwork make a reaction to your audience. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important if it's really deeply uh, affected by somebody. Uh, that means you're just doing your job. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's interesting kind of coming back to the in-person, you know, like you said, experience. I feel like you do a very good job of, you know, um, going and creating your own pop-ups or Paige participates in a lot of our um, small business pop-ups as well. She'll be here this Saturday for Shop Small for Small Business Saturday. And then Depeer does a holidays as well where, you know, we invite artists to set up their own display and you get to shop directly, you know, from them. And do you feel like that has really helped you grow your business, that in-person Yes, there's two types of styles of artists. You can either be a very introvert in your studio, you know, not really make any contact with anybody, but still, you know, you can do emails or have somebody else uh, have your work for you and sell it for you. But for me, I love talking to the people, talking to my clients, and I love the questions that they ask, like, how did you do that? Or what style is that? Or what is that called? Or what kind of paint? I think all of that is having those personal connections with whether it be your, your regulars, you have regular clients, or even somebody brand new coming to your space and being like, wow, I never realized that you did this work. Like, tell me a little bit more about that. And it's so important. Um, especially for small businesses like us. Mm -hmm. It is so important to have those uh, human interactions Mm -hmm. and 
you know, with the pandemic, the way it has been, you know, it, I think it's really put a hold on a lot of things like pop-ups and events, person-to-person -person experiences. Yep. And for artists, that means so much because, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, it's just very important for them to support you and support local. And there's something special about buying a piece from a local shop there is something magical about that yeah i mean i agree you know um i just had an interest not to tangent but we will real quick an interesting conversation how you know we have to ask people to come out and support their small businesses and their community um, shops and restaurants you know whether it's whatever it is and i feel like it's so weird that that's something we have to ask people to do it should just be your first kind of thought is hey, I'm going to go to my local, you know, downtown, and I'm going to, you know, shop small. And, you know, of course, we all need to get certain things at, you know, the big box stores. We understand that. But, um, you know, handmade, um, unique items, um, things that, you know, have somebody put their heart and soul into it is just we need to keep coming back to that and recognize that we have to support that. Otherwise, we're going to lose those handmade Right. you know crafts you right. know and and different and those creatives are so important to our community okay so see we tangent <laughs> so let's circle back real quick to you know do you feel now that you have participated in galleries that you have a better understanding and that misconception of you know why there is a commission rate do you feel that's been kind of explained or do you have a better understanding of it now yes well even just being a part of the gallery here um, I've learned kind of like the behind stories, behind the scenes, if you will, um, about what it means to run a gallery that's an actual full shop, you know, foundation, what are you doing for the artist, what are you doing for yourself as a business owner, but yeah, I do feel like I have a better understanding of why that fee is there, why there's a submission fee at first, and then also selling your work in a gallery and again like I said if you're an amateur artist or just starting out I still do not shy away from trying to participate in a gallery because it is beneficial to you and it is if anything it's going to get eyes and ears to come to the gallery and to see your work and, and just to get your name out there yeah I mean I agree um you know for me I think being having your work shown in a gallery is also a big resume builder. It shows that you're actively creating new work. It shows that you're participating. Um, and, and that's something, you know, when you're first starting out, it's like you want to build that resume. I know for me, that's important, especially as I move into encaustics. You know, I want to sh make sure that I am entering Call for Arts whether I get in or not, but when I do get in, you know, that gets added to my artist resume because it shows, you know, A, that you are able to kind of go through that professional process as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it's important. It's really important to showcase um, that you are, you know, an active working yes. artist. Yeah, I yeah. think that's like a good word to put in. You're active, you, yeah. you are participating, like you said, in the community, in your local shops, in, mm -hmm. in a gallery. Uh, and that you're just trying to get your name out there and uh, you're doing everything you can to get attention for your your work and to make yourself successful and you know sustain yourself as an artist you know if this is something you want to do full-time 
uh, definitely is important just to get as many eyes and ears to pass along your name. Yeah, and I think a big thing to understand circling back to the misconceptions is, you know, you know, most galleries are not selling thousands of dollars of artwork. You know, um, you know, selling art is hard in itself, whether you're doing it individually or, you know, a gallery or museum is doing it. So you also have to understand that the reason why there's different fees in place, all these things, again, go to help us keep the doors open, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that it is keeping the doors open, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I think a lot of us, you know, the arts in general, fine arts, performance arts, um, theater, music, you know, are nonprofit because we need help from the community in order to be this connecting point. Mm -hmm. I talk about it so much, I cannot reiterate it enough. Um, any gallery or museum, we are the bridge, right, to provide the community with a space to connect with artists. We're that connecting point for the two of you mm -hmm. in a physical space. And it's really important, you know? And again, that ties into all kind of arts, right? Not yep. just, you know, no, fine arts. No, any creative, any maker, yeah. uh, it, in, it involves. It's all a weaving web of, you know, of connections. And we're all in this together. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Even if you're not an artist, just owning a small business, I mean, that is very important to just stay connected and stay um, aware that this is what's involved. This is what's going to happen, and this is how we keep our doors open, fundraisers, anything like that. You know, it's all very important to keeping a small business. Yes, because we love the arts and we want to see more of it. So, okay, let's kind of wrap it up. Any closing thoughts that you want to share with our listeners today, Paige? Um. Honestly, just do what you love doing and just be happy uh, with what you're doing. And uh, that's really all I really had any knowledge to say to you and advice because uh, if you don't love what you do, um, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, well, that's good <laughs> advice. That's good advice. You guys, definitely go check out Paige on social media. Uh, give us a shout out again where they can find you and find your work. Yeah, you can find me on uh, social media pages such as Instagram and Facebook mostly, uh, Sassy Palette LLC, and uh, get a hold of me for any commission work or uh, just want to know where I'm going to be at for pop-ups. I, I update everybody through there. Definitely. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Paige, for joining us today. Um, as we continue with this series, um, we're going to bring in um, a lot of guest speakers or artists to help contribute to this, to these topics, because we really think they're important. And, you know, as we sit and have these open conversations, the goal is always to inform and educate and give you guys the tools so you can succeed. You know, being an artist doesn't have to be difficult if we can come together and, you know, we can build up each other, build up our communities and support one another. So um, again, you guys, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or you want to reach out to the gallery, um, you can find us at artlessbastard.com. We are a nonprofit, so we, you know, definitely appreciate any donations. And again, if you would like to sponsor, be a sponsor for an upcoming show for the gallery in general, um, we could be talking about your business or what you do right now. So um, send us an email for that. All right. Thank you so much, Paige. And everybody have a great day. Bye. Bye.